Greetings, dear friends. Welcome to Alatra TV India. Today, we are going to discuss one of the most essential spheres of our society, that is education. Because uh, thanks to education, we can recognize this world and understand it better. And of course, education can help us to become a better human, a real human. And this is a question that we are going to discuss today, education in creative society. And I would like to remind you that the Creative Society Project is a unique global project of Alatra International Public Movement. And people from all over the world gather together in order to shape and frame uh, how the society of our dream should look like the society where each person would live happily and prosperously in all spheres of life. So uh, the goal of the project is to, cre to create conditions for the society free from the consumeristic minds. So in order to know more, please visit our website, alatreunites.com. And I'm very happy to inform you that today we host our broadcast together with uh, Rachna Bimrachka. Uh, she is a CEO and founder of Fun to Learn. Welcome, Mrs. Rachna. Thank you, Tatiana. The host uh, for today is Tatiana, and along with Tatiana, I am co-hosting Alatra Unites uh, uh, show. So today we have, among the guests, we have Mrs. Nirmal Mahana, who is a principal at DPS Katwa, National President, North Global Edu Leaders Forum, President Jammu Sahodia, City Coordinator CBSE, having 36 years of experience in the field of education, had won many national and international awards for the outstanding contribution in the field of education. An SSC cadet with C certificate distinction gave guard of honor to Prime Minister Mrs. Indira Gandhi and played Congo at Late Congo at Rashtrapati Bhavan in 1984 during Republic Day Parade as senior under officer represented state at New Delhi. Another guest for today is Mrs. Aradna Rana, who is a founder and principal at the Icon Public School at Ahmednagar, Maharashtra, which is now a senior secondary CBSE school. She conducts workshops for teaching spoken English, soft skills, and personality development. Mrs. Aradna is an author of several a motivational several books, a motivational speaker, a teacher trainer, and an ardent traveler and a travel blogger. But above all, she is an educator with a mission to bring an innovation in education to make it effective and realistic. And the best part is both are, our today's guests are both from army background in India. We are having a Republic Day in another four days. So it's it's really an honor to have you both here, ma'am. Welcome to our program and thank you for accepting our invitation. Thank you. So now my first question comes to Nirmal, ma'am. Could you please share why you chose the sphere of education? Uh, you know... Uh... Rachna, first of all, uh, uh, I am in I am I am in this uh, field by default. You know, I was not a very uh, very uh, bright student. I was average student, uh, but because uh, out of twenty four hours uh, a day, uh, I used to be in the ground for seven to eight hours because uh, I was more uh, towards the co curricular activities. I was more towards the sports. So uh, education, of course, we were studying. It's not that uh, study was not in the car. But uh, after completing my graduation, <laughs> uh, I wanted to join uh, forces. That time, Defense Army was not there. But of course, there was a choice for, uh, to, to join CRPF. By, but my father refused. He said, no. Uh, uh, it, it's better you do your B.Ed. and uh, uh, become a teacher. Because uh, this very respectable job and uh, you uh, get to do a lot many things for the society. So after graduation, uh, I did my uh, B.Ed. And when I was doing the B.Ed, during that time only, I got my first break in 1985. 
to teach class 9th and 10th English high, high school. So once I started teaching and, uh, uh, you know, I, I realized that, no, this is my forte. I think uh, this is such a wonderful uh, uh, job and I can uh, contribute. I can do a lot many things uh, for children. And then it started off from there. Next year only I got uh, the opportunity. Uh, I applied for Kendra, uh, KV, uh, Kendra Vidyalaya School and I was... I joined Kendra Vidyale, uh, Udhampur is the place in JNK. And, uh, uh, you know, there, uh, otherwise my residence was in Jammu, but uh, the army people, it was in the middle of uh, army cantonment, and they gave us, provided us the uh, house facilities and other facilities. So I stayed there. I was there for four to five years and then got married to Faji. And as you are aware that uh, other uh, professions uh, are not that uh, conducive for army officer's wife because uh, if you are working in multinational companies and otherwise, it's, uh, uh, you know, then it's difficult to uh, pursue and continue your job. Teaching is one such profession where uh, wherever your husband is posted, whether it's Arunachal, whether it's North, East, West, South, Center, wherever. You can pick up a job in any of the school if you uh, you have that inclination towards teaching. So, uh, you know, uh, from there, the, my journey started and uh, uh, carried on and on. And uh, because uh, I realized that uh, besides teaching, uh, as I was very good in co-curricular activities, I was able to uh, coach my students in the sports also because I have played five uh, nationals in five different games. So, uh, you know, and again, being in the NCC uh, cadet, C certificate holder, led the contingent in Delhi in 84, uh, good in dramatics uh, and all these things. So uh, it, the exposure uh, gave me that kind of, uh, you know, platform where uh, I could pursue everything. So, uh, you know, then I realized that along with the academics, I can give extra things to my children. So that's how my journey started. And for the last 36 years, I'm in this profession. I've been teaching wherever my husband was getting posted. Though being from infantry background, you know that almost out of 32, 34 years of married life, 18 years, he was in the field. And I was in uh, different parts of the country, staying in Delhi and this thing. But wherever I was going, I was picking up the job. And a uh, few schools, I'd, uh, later in my talk, I'll, uh, I'll tell you that uh, three schools I started from the inception. And today, these schools are doing a wonderful job. And uh, I'm very happy when I uh, hear that the, these schools, which started with 11 children in a, uh, a shed, have become multi-storied buildings and uh, till senior secondary and producing wonderful results. So this is how my journey started and it is carrying on. And right now I'm working uh, DPS, uh, which is there right on the uh, Indo-Pak border. And uh, my children are coming from rural background. They are coming from, uh, from border area where uh, almost every day the uh, firing is on. <laughs> but it's a huge challenge. But uh, yes, uh, because of the parents and the children and my staff. The basic is my staff. They're very cooperative and I'm able to uh, give to the society and I'm able to train my children. And today, these children from village background are joining Indian Army. They're joining as a doctor. They are joining as, a, uh, uh, you know, engineers. And uh, I'm very happy that the result we are producing, not in academics, uh, uh, 100 out of 100 marks, that I don't believe in that. But we are able to convert these children into... Uh, good citizens, and uh, I'm sure in coming future they will be contributing for the betterment of the country as a nation, as a whole. So, ma'am, you chose a profession which creates all other professions. Yeah, absolutely. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I realized it much later in life after my club graduation. <laughs> even some similar story, like even I, I came into education by default, by profession, I'm a chartered accountant. So now we would like to hear from Maradna, ma'am, uh, how, why did you choose the sphere of education? Um, hello, Rachna, and uh, you know, uh, first of all, I must congratulate uh, the Creative Society for uh, 
inviting us and do, doing such a great job actually you know uh, they are doing something that uh, i really dreamt of of a world to be uh, some, somewhere i feel it's a utopian idea but they hope to achieve it so starting with that well my journey uh, started a little differently than nirmal i was always a brilliant student and uh, i topped the school and then university i did very well so i was very academics oriented and not at all a sporty person so uh, right from the beginning uh, i never thought of teaching uh, children as such but uh, i really wanted to get into research and teach much older children in universities and all but uh, since i got married to an army officer there is hardly any um, you know uh, space for this kind of thing we get posted to very small stations and uh, not many colleges are there i'm actually a nutritionist by uh, education so i did my masters in nutrition hoping that i will settle in the united states and become a great dietitian one day and become a professor but it never happened and destiny took a turn and uh, once i got married uh, uh, to an army officer i realized that it did not have any future so i started teaching i was in the beginning uh, teaching small children was a challenge because uh, i was not completely on to it but as one got along uh, you know they give you so much love that you fall in love with them uh, just because they're so warm so uh, like normal said we move from place to place and uh, i moved from school to school taught practically each and whatever i got so i taught right from nursery to college whatever and wherever i got and most of the stations that we go in you know uh, english teachers are always in demand so from my nutrition background i changed to english because you have studied in delhi and from good schools and colleges spoken english was good so i just became an english teacher by default now uh, when we were posted in delhi i was running uh, uh, you know i wanted to do something different than teaching so i was running a placement agency so placement agencies where people come for jobs and i realized that they uh, somehow faltered at interviews and they did not land up with jobs in spite of all the qualifications so then uh, you know the idea struck me why not have an english academy and get these students to learn english good spoken english so that they can get jobs who are very qualified so uh, you know that idea was always working in my mind and when we came here to ahmednagar my husband got posted here i taught for a while and then i opened my spoken english institute so uh, there i used to train children for spoken english and gradually as i started giving them worksheets and started interacting with them i really enjoyed that period a lot because i was dealing with adults and i realized that uh, you know uh, it would be a good idea to write a book and uh, my first book was written uh, by the mistakes that my students made so uh, i published my first book and then of course the journey started i wrote many books after that and then uh, my husband came on retirement and we opened a school which again started with nine children uh, you know and today it's a senior secondary school uh, a cbse affiliated so this whole journey i uh, i went to teachers training then i realized that uh, a lot of parenting issues and teachers needed training parents needed some motivational talks so that is how i got into the motivational speaking space and of course i love traveling so while i traveled i wrote travel blogs which started getting popular and that is how i became a travel blogger but education as such was always you know by this time after about 35 years of teaching practically all age groups you know what i realized was that uh, what a great co- contribution teachers make to society and the world at large and that i think gives you a lot of satisfaction the students i taught in class 1 are today professional and when they come back to me they find me on facebook and they recognize me or they meet me somewhere that joy is something which is unparalleled so i think education gradually it just seeped into my system and uh, i realized that if we have to change the world education is the only tool that will help us change the world and uh, you know after all how did the early man evolve it was an education is not about reading writing and you know learning the three hours or competitive examinations or you know any kind of pen paper test 
education is all about gaining knowledge absorbing it and using it in your life so what life skills education about life skills experiencing things you know the more you get educated through books through teachers through other people the more it seeps in and your horizons widen then you, when you travel or when you you know meet personalities like this uh, 2020 has been such a wonderful year met so many uh, people from all over the world and this is the icing on the cake when we are you know uh, going global so this is all education this educated environment helps us socially uh, politically uh, culturally in every aspect so this is how i came into education and got to love it thank you so much for your biographies uh, it's really great and it's so nice to have such uh, interesting people who really want to contribute to the society to make uh, people's life better and that's what we are here for yeah to know what society is good for every person right and the, our first question is about uh, your envisage the creative society so how do you see the society where each person on earth and of course you your loved ones can feel uh, happily prosperously and live uh, um, in happiness so let's talk about the creative society a little bit so and nimi could you please start <coughs> Yes, uh, Nimi. Would you like to say something, or can I? Yes, Mrs. Nimi, are you with us? Yes, yes, I am there with you. Yeah. Are so, you asking me? Yes, 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 Mrs. Nimi. <laughs> I asked you. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, yeah, absolutely. As uh, uh, Radha Ma'am said, that uh, education uh, doesn't mean that uh, pen or paper or getting good marks, coming first in the class. Education is where. a person has some sympathy empathy some moral values and uh, have that feeling for others and no competition between that i mean every individual must contribute uh, uh, especially for the underprivileged society that is what i think because everybody is not blessed with a uh, good financial uh, you know background or good uh, educational background but uh, in 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 my views uh, what i think is as educationist uh, with so much of experience and uh, not only experience but when you have been traveling from north to east east to west west to south uh, and uh, when you see the people are suffering when you see that that kind of awareness is not there in the society when you see there are certain uh, uh, children who are very good but because of the uh, uh, lack of opportunities at home lack of uh, awareness at home because the, the the parents are not that educated they don't have the value of education they don't have a value for for things so uh, you know uh, it's a responsibility uh, for us as individuals as a educated lot uh, to contribute something and how we can contribute you know small small little things uh, i believe i'll just give you one example like in my previous school uh, and i've been doing it all along wherever i was going uh, there were three maids who were working in the school i was heading the school and uh, uh, children of these two maids were studying in a good school but third maid uh, was a widow and she was not able to uh, uh, you know uh, put the child in a good school and but though every day she used to tell me uh ma'am i want my child to study so uh, then i spoke with the management and i said uh, why not to give a free education to this child you know it's it, it's it's uh, uh, the children of other two maids are studying and the same uh and uh, then I, uh, i i said i told the management i said listen 50% you contribute from the school and 50 50% whatever the fees and everything is i'll pay from my pocket so uh this is how for 3 years uh for 3 years i was in that school and the child was studying and i'm happy to tell you that after i left that school the child is just last year only completed class 12 that girl and i believe she is uh, now 
cleared competitive exams and she's in a dental college so uh, that kind of uh, uh, when you have that kind of experience and when that that kind of contribution when you make uh, it's very important the help which you have at your home or the maids you uh, the the maids which work for you if uh, keep on uh, you know giving that kind of uh, help to them is it whether it's financially or sometimes what it happens is the financially they are good but emotionally they want some support you know and uh, it, it, you have to give your time so it's not only the education it's your time is also important for other person it's your contribution uh, as emotionally when you uh, support somebody that also very important and uh, you understand i keep telling my teachers see teaching is very easy but understanding each and every individual every child understanding the background from where the child is coming understanding the problems back at home when the child is coming to school and creating some problem so first before you scold or before you tell anything first you ask the child what is the problem try to understand the background try to understand what had happened a day prior at home why the child is so disturbed so uh, i think uh, along with the financial help uh, emotionally also you have to uh, give your time to such children you have to give time to the parents uh, and the, if required that uh, uh, i think one day in a week uh, sh- should be given to the society to the under uh, privilege uh, whether it's the children or the people or you go to orphanage or you go to old age home and give your time to that that's very important and then sensitize your children towards animals about towards nature towards the environment so a lot many things to do it's it's not only the education imparting education getting paid that everybody can do it but i believe that giving your time giving and sensitizing these children towards these issues these are these social and environmental issues are very very important you have to give them moral values you have to tell them the importance of the elderly people at home you have to tell them what is respect what is self esteem what is uh, uh, and why it's so important so i believe that it's it's a entire package uh, it's not only the teaching it's lot many other things also include uh, along with the teaching okay thank you so much for your understanding of the educational sphere also in the creative society but i just wanted to say that in, in the creative society every person lives happily and all the problems will be eliminated yes because of humanism in the center right but in, in this condition yes we should of course talk about that and there will be contribution to the society but uh, in, in another way not not that to eliminate such problems which should not even exist in the society i think so yeah. you know i'd like to uh, uh, highlight the role of education uh, as far as the creative society is concerned you have eight foundations of uh, creative society now first is the human life human life is of highest value but education gives meaning to that life so that is why education becomes you know a most important tool to to have a good human life human life is not just a life it's the quality of life that matters and education since it's not just reading and writing the awareness of your environment making it suitable to lead a peaceful coexistence this is how education merges in with your first foundation human life now the second foundation you have is human freedom now the concept of freedom is uh, uh, it cannot be complete unless the people choose a life path to think independently and how do you think independently the thought process of uh, independently thinking comes with awareness with education so and also to know the limit of freedom you know like in india we have a democracy a flourishing democracy so we in all no freedom but do we know the restrictions for freedom that our freedom ends where somebody else's freedom starts we cannot be free to hurt others so this comes with awareness and education then your third foundation is uh, human safety 
Now, safety is um, education again, you know, brings makes you aware of the threat to life, whether it is environment, pollution, whether it is economic dependence, whether it's dealing with an emergency situation. So again, so all your foundations have education at the core. Now, when you talk of transparency and openness as your course foundation, the, the openness, the open-mindedness comes with awareness. Otherwise, you know, you see in our own country, uh, you know, people who are not educated are not open-minded. They are restricted to the thoughts that have been given to them. Then the fifth um, the foundation of creative ideology, creativity, uh, you know, even having an ideology is a result of education. So if you want to build, if you want to create, if you aspire to be better, morally, ethically, everywhere. Education is an integral part of it. And the sixth is the most important way you talk of development of personality. Now, development of personality in a creative society like what you enumerate is, it, uh, everybody should have a comprehensive development and personal fulfillment. Now, this cannot be achieved without education at all and a quality education. So education has to be free and uh, you know, are easily accessible to everybody for you to uh, achieve anything in those eight foundations that are enumerated. Justice and equality. Justice and equality in resources, in employment, in income will only come once the whole society is educated. And this does not happen with, with a handful of us. This happens when the whole society is aware and uh, educated. And the last one, last foundation is most important when you talk of self-governing. Self-governance can only be possible with aware, educated adults. They cannot be self-governing unless education is there. Now, who is exploited in a society? The uneducated. And that is why we have so much turmoil in the world. Because people who are educated, people who are aware, they get the power. Once they get the power, they, it's very easy to exploit the uneducated, the unaware. And this is how all this unrest is being caused. So at the root of creative society is quality education fraud. Yeah, thank you very much, Mrs. Aradhana, for, for your uh, such a precise uh, in, uh, comment on each foundation. And it's exactly, I just wanted to tell uh, to our viewers that these eight foundations are the results of very many social surveys and uh, polls which were conducted by the participants of the Alatra International Public Movement. And uh, if you uh, want to know more about it uh, in details, uh, you can go to our website, alatraunites.com and uh, read about it in details. Uh, thank you for, very much for your comments and your understanding of these eight foundations in, in the context of education, really. Th thank you. And Mrs. Nini, would you like also to share your opinion about the eight foundations of the Creative Society? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Ma'am is Aradna. Ma'am is absolutely right that all these foundations, all these eight foundations, uh, the main foundation is the education. Because if you are educated, if you are well aware of the society, if you know the norms, if you know what is the meaning of uh, independence, if you know what is the meaning of uh, helping others, if you know what is the meaning of uh, uh, exploring the world, if you know uh, how to uh, balance uh, your emotions along with the so uh, social uh, requirement, if you know what is the environment and how uh, eco-friendly you should be, so uh, all, the, all these things, and uh, I'm very happy that the Creative Society is doing a wonderful job. And uh, one more thing, which I will uh, definitely, because I was not aware of the society, and thanks to uh, Rashna ma'am and uh, Tanya, that after interacting uh, with you and understanding the, uh, your Creative Society, uh, my request would be, uh, you know, when uh, in India, when we were, uh, I'll just give you one example that uh, uh, for this uh, British Council accreditation when we were working and I was looking for the schools abroad for, uh, uh, you know, exchange programs with my children uh, because it, uh, there were seven projects we had to do with the foreign uh, schools. So uh, uh, then I realized when my children were doing 
uh, uh, these projects with the uh, with the students of Bangladesh or the UK or Australia or uh, Afghanistan and Nepal, and uh, they went and they were so excited. They said, "Ma'am, every uh, it, I mean, entire world is one. We are one because the same values, same ethics." They're also falling, what we are falling. The same creativity is there. So, uh, you know, the innovation, the creativity, the out-of-the-box thinking, all these things which you people are doing in a creative society, uh, that is what we are also teaching here in India. And uh, I'm sure in future, coming future, we'll uh, be able to contribute and uh, if a requirement will be there, we can collaborate with the all other schools and other uh, the schools and the children from our uh, country also can collaborate and they can be part of this uh, creative society yeah yeah thank you very much for your understandings uh, it's really uh, very important and that is why we exactly speak about education or uh, very often and invite so many professionals who also confirm and understand also that it is so important to have uh, to 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 provide uh, with education each person yeah, to be a substantial member of the society to be a real human so and, um, and not long ago on december 20 uh, 2020 there was a global conference on our creative society united we can where people uh, uh, talked about the creative society how it can be built uh, and uh, also uh, why the why previous attempts uh, because people were trying to build such a society yeah? and uh, it was also discussed why previous attempts failed yeah and uh, also the question of education was mentioned there that it is also absolutely vital uh, topic for our modern society too and it is absolutely essential to build a creative society and one of the speakers in the conference talked about the importance of education and read an impressive letter and uh, we'd like to show you this video and after that we will discuss it a little bit right now i'd like to read a short letter that one school principal sent to every teacher he employed a very old letter but very important dear teacher i have survived a concentration camp my eyes saw things that no man should ever see. I saw how educated engineers were building gas chambers. I saw how qualified doctors poisoned children. I saw how trained nurses killed babies, how graduates of higher educational institutions shoot and burn children and women. That's why I do not trust education. I am asking you, help your pupils become humans. Your efforts should never lead to the creation of scientist monsters, trained psychopaths, educated Aikmans. Reading, writing, and mathematics are only important when they're helping our children become more human. However, in the creative society, dear friends, in the society that we're all dreaming of, education is teaching us unity. It's teaching us to love. It is inspiring and open up our best human qualities. This is education which teaches us how to love and respect each other, how to live in peace and friendship together. This is education that opens up our individual potential and helps us to become highly qualified specialists with high moral and human values. Yes, and uh, the question is, so how important is it to raise topics of morality and humanity in schools and in society as a whole? M Mrs. Aradhana, would you please answer? You know, morals and uh, ethics, I always have believed it cannot be taught. It is not a textbook case where you teach, you know, I, I've never believed in textbooks of moral science. I've never had moral science textbooks in my school ever. 
you know these these things are not taught these things are are learned by the environment if uh, you know that is why i hold a lot of sessions with the parents with the teachers because you know students just uh, follow what they see we keep telling students honesty is the best policy now when he goes home and his he sees his father taking a bribe or a simple thing like somebody is come at the door and uh, the father you know uh, tells the child go and tell him i'm not at home it's just a you know simple statement what is what's the message the child getting the message he is getting is honesty is not the best policy so no matter what you teach it is the society itself that creates the impression on a young child's mind so morals and ethics are nothing to be taught uh, from textbooks but from society now what he said i agree i mean uh, when a child when a teacher says that uh, it was educated scientists it was educated people who were doing these atrocities you know education is a two um, uh, is a double edged weapon anything that an uneducated person can do an educated person can do better and now when the power comes uh, it, it corrupts the mind the educated person can do more harm than an uneducated one because he's a thinking individual he can find more ways and means to do more harm so we have to guard against this kind of education now whereas uh, you know teaching moral and ethical values is concerned it is overall the whole society has to change its mindset now how can we do that you know um, if you see uh, most of these countries who are uh, violent and where leadership is violent what are they attacking first they are attacking the educational institutions first they don't want their women to get educated they don't want education to come to uh, the the groups which are uh, uneducated so why do they do that because they can be easily exploited now once everybody is aware of their rights this power will not lie in the hands of these few and like whatever i have read in these few uh, days about creative society this is what they're saying they're saying that the power should not rest with a few you are you know choosing a leadership this choice of leadership is in the hands of people who are not aware and this leadership has come to serve you but it's not it comes to rule you so when it comes to rule you they get it gets more and more heady and this is how you know these gas chambers or whatever is talked about killing babies all that comes comes around so as a society as teachers that the the responsibility is with us to provide an atmosphere where the child sees it happening sees moral and ethical values happening so that is why i feel very sad when i see something unethical happening in schools because this is where we are cultivating a generation so now um, you know i don't know whether you know coming to this stage where we have reached how feasible it will be to get back that is why i find the idea of creative society a bit utopian but if we can do it if we all get together and if we all come together as thinking people as moral ethical people i'm sure one day we can it is just that the good people are keeping silent and the people who are who have the power and you don't have the moral and ethics are getting more and more important and powerful so um, i personally don't think it should be textbooks but overall i think improvement of atmosphere in the schools providing role models in and training training and getting that's why we having all these talks if some of us even be ambassadors of this thought process and go into society and educate people about moral ethics not in terms of theory but what harm it can do to the world i think it be a fantastic thing yeah absolutely uh, we can only like how to call it just uh, show it with our examples to yeah so to be uh, humans ourselves uh, yeah and this how we, this um, our children our younger generations will uh, absorb it Uh, naturally as a fact right 
So yes. thank you very much for your view. It's really great and I absolutely agree with you. And Mrs. Nimi, what about you? What is your opinion and understanding about raising topics of morality and humanity in schools and in society in general? Uh, absolutely. After watching this, uh, whatever the video was there and uh, uh, whatever the whosoever the professor was or the teacher was and when he was conveying that uh, we don't want this kind of education where after education, the doctors or the nurses or other goons are uh, spoiling the society and they don't have that human issue, uh, the, that feeling for others, the empathy, the sympathy for others. Uh, it's absolutely right. What kind of education we are giving to our children? What kind of generations we are producing where uh, the love and the affection or uh, the respect for other, or the digni dignity of uh, uh, others' freedom is not there. So uh, I think uh, moral values are not to be told, as ma'am said, and I agree with her. It has to be practiced. It has to be imbibed. And how we do it? Right from the home, the child learns. You know, the first lesson, child learns from the mother, from the home, from all the members of the, uh, the family. So uh, rightly said that uh, whatever we are teaching in the schools, when the child is going back to that kind of environment at home, where everybody is a cheater, where everybody is telling lies. or So the, there's a conflict in child's mind, whether the father or the uh, people at home, they are telling that is right, or the, the, what my teacher was telling about the moral values or the ethics, uh, that is right. So as a society, I think all the members, uh, starting from the family members, then social society, and then uh, coming to uh, school. Because see, the school can teach you, uh, can tell you what is right, what is wrong. But the first lesson which the child is uh, learning at home, uh, we have to uh, sensitize, we have to teach our parents first. You know, So I believe that uh, for that, because everybody is not educated, as uh, everybody knows that there are, uh, and especially India is 80% is in the villages. And uh, the, the people are not that educated, they're not that aware. So uh, that is the only reason that those, I think uh, good educationists or uh, well-educated people should move towards villages and they should teach there. Because sensitizing these parents, teaching parents, making them aware, of uh, all these uh, values, it's very important because then there is not a conflict in the child's mind whether the school is right or the, the parent at home, they are right. So that's very important. And uh, secondly, uh, I believe that whatever you are teaching your, to your child, you have to set an example yourself because you can't keep on teaching, teaching, teaching. And uh, when setting the example is there, then you take the back seat. You know, I was other day I was telling uh, that uh, uh, there's. I'll, I'll give you one example. There's uh, there was this child in class eleventh came to my school. Uh, the father uh, from the sports background uh, and the child uh, himself was a very good footballer. So he told the mother, "I don't want to go to school because I want to become a footballer." So uh, the, when the mother, uh, brother, child, and the father also came, came along and he said, ma'am, I request you to tell the child to complete his basic education, that is high secondary, class 12. And after that, he can pursue his football career because after all, if he'll be failure in football, because after all, every single child is not going to represent India. So uh, he has to learn his livelihood, you know? So if he'll not have that basic, education, then he's going to have a tough time. Uh, I called the child, I interacted with him, gave him a pep talk, I told him everything. I said, Beta, I will help you. You finish your basic education first, and I'll make sure that I will buy a good pair of shoes for you. I'll buy a good football for you. I'll arrange for the uh, coach for you for the football, and you will do very well. Uh, two days he came, and the third day he, he didn't come to school. Then I asked, uh, uh, I called the parent and I said, why well, the child has not come to school? He said, ma'am, he refuses to come to school. He said, no, because I, it's, it's my, 
academy time. He had joined some academy, football academy, and he said, "If I'll go to school, I'll miss my academy." So what I did, I called up the coach of the academy. I told the coach, "I said, sir, if this child will not complete his basic education, he is going to have problem." I do understand you are getting the fee. You are getting the fees as. you know in that uh, video you saw that because everybody is becoming materialistic everybody is running after the money and people are thinking if from the children we are getting the money we are getting the fee to coach so uh, why why to uh, tell these children to go to school let them come and uh, we can earn our our uh, livelihood so uh, i i requested the coach i said my request is please bring the child tomorrow i want to talk to this child next day when the child came i again i uh, gave him a pep talk i explained the you know various uh, aspects of the life and i said it's not very easy after and he started coming to school he was a bright child not that he was not very good in studies and after 3 months i came to know uh, his grandfather passed away father came uh, on chutti for the funeral and uh, after 10 days the father also passed away okay he died father also died father in law uh, the grandfather also died and this child was totally totally shattered mother came crying and she said ma'am what to do because uh, now i don't know how he is going to pass class 12 because he is totally shattered so i and there is no financial help and how i'm going to uh, pay for his fees and this thing i said don't worry uh, i paid for his fees and i told him i said beta i will never ever tell you not to uh, go for your coaching not to go for your football but be, your exams are approaching and please complete i made two teachers responsible they were giving him extra coaching uh, about the academics and this thing and i'm very happy that the uh, uh, when the result came this got uh, this child got 78% marks and now he is in the college and uh, uh, you know the uh, and when other children in the class came to know that uh, the principal paid for his fees and uh, the other uh, teachers also came to know now what's happening in my school is whenever any child is having problem financial problem my teachers are contributing and they are paying for their fees so what i am saying is you have to set an example you have to lead in the front then only you can make the difference in the society otherwise just by talking giving uh, lectures or giving moral uh, lectures is not going to help you have to do it physically yourself and set an example and i'm happy that your society is working uh, towards this cause and uh, that's fantastic and it's wonderful and i think everybody has to contribute everybody has to contribute for every single individual who is in need of this good education and good education has got a right every person has got a right on good education that's what i believe thank you so so much ma'am for your feedback now my next question is how do you feel is it necessary to change the format of our society now and why partly you have answered so i would like now uh, aradhna ma'am to continue with this and then we again we come back to nirmal ma'am a uh, rational format of the society actually uh, uh, i don't know i have nobody to comment on the format of the society but the basic foundations you have enumerated are really good and they are very uh, relevant also and uh, uh, you know the uh, the whole thing i think about uh, the creative society really gaining momentum is uh, the way you can project it to people and get a lot of following is is it people uh, the world is turned very very materialistic now actually everybody is looking for a kind of anchor where we can you know turn the society around now uh, uh, i don't know tanya uh, how much uh, she knows india but uh, india has a great heritage of uh, you know uh, concepts like karma concepts like uh, uh, you know uh, renunciation so these kind of concepts are gradually affecting the world it's you know the world is like a full cycle uh, whatever uh, we had in our indian society we did not value it but now the western world is valuing it they are taking over and full circle it will come back to us so i some of the field you know eventually 
these are the theories which will uh, come back and once the people realize that it is your deeds that uh, that affect your life and there is actually after life what are you doing all this for all this materialism what is it for you cannot take it with you so this kind of concept when you perpetuate and people realize that uh, you know this consumerism is not very good for a good quality life that is when i think creative society will find its feet and there are a lot of cults if you see a lot of cults are uh, you know taking over because people are quite uh, you know uh, they want to have some kind of release from this horrible world that we live in so somebody is following somebody and somebody is following something else but it's religion based now if we get out of the uh, religion based cults and we have uh, societies like this now native society has no religion base it is just you know what is good for us uh, i think it just needs to be advertised much more people have to know about it even people like us educationists we had no idea till rasna told us so uh, more and more people know about it more and more following the get the funding will come now when uh, this uh, we heard on the video 22 billion dollars are needed uh, you know to give quality education actually secondary level uh, quality education needs 40 billion dollars 40 billion dollars may seem a huge amount but it's not because this is hardly 1% of the expenditure that you know people do on uh, destructive things so once we you know get the right people on uh, on this bandwagon and people start funding it like a global education fund you know uh, it's it's maybe it's not enough the developing countries they are not contributing enough to this fund they may contribute the arms race so once that that kind of funding comes in and you can get people educated you can you know send a lot of missionaries to uh, different uh, countries not preaching any religion because actually everybody is just fed up of the different religion groups since you are not preaching any religion you only preaching goodness i think it will take root and uh, one day it will be successful it just needs that push so nirmal ma'am your views on it do you feel uh, that it is necessary to change the format of our society and why uh i think uh, uh, i mean nobody can change the format of the society because uh, if uh, more and more people are sensitized towards the social uh, issues uh, the society's mindset will automatically change that is what i believe in and uh, how it's going to change because uh, uh, people at our age if we change is not going to make any impact now we uh, the mindset has to be changed from the smaller uh, age group and uh, i'm very happy uh, you know uh, that uh, with the new education policy uh, the more activity oriented education is going to be there now what's happening is in that when uh, more activities are going to be conducted when uh, the children are going to sit together uh, and uh, they they are going to join hands together they are going to be innovative together they are going to be creative together they are going to understand each others this thing they are going to appreciate each other they are going to understand the problems while uh, making projects and uh, the, uh, uh, while doing the activities and this i i'm sure they will understand these values more because caring and sharing is going to be flourish uh, which was lacking in because in the rote learning every single child was uh, self centered because uh, you are cramming and then you are giving exam but when you are uh, studying in groups when you are understanding when you are creative when you are uh, thinking out of the box together and when you are uh, uh, holding hand it uh, so it's uh, i'm definitely these values are going to be inculcated in these children and one day it will come that this society which is now very very uh, selfish is going to be selfless i i i mean and it's uh, i cross my fingers that uh, this this world uh, becomes a small family which uh, the the song is there it's a small world but i think it it should be happy and small world 
that kind Rachna, of education. I would like to, uh, Rachna, I would like to add that, you know, it's not the format that needs to change. I think the target group needs to be uh, changed a bit. Get more youth into it, get more children into it, so that they get sensitized and they get aware that a society like this exists. So maybe some uh, interaction with young adults, with school children, would be a great idea for this uh, society to flourish. Thank you so much for your valuable feedbacks. Definitely we are working on getting the students also. And Creative Society aims at uh, interviewing they, how do they envision this Creative Society. So they envision to uh, bring to their broadcast each and every individual on this planet Earth. So with this, I would like to ask as we are testing the theory of six handshake, whom would you like to invite as our next guest and know his or her vision of Creative Society? So we would like to know if anybody, both of you would like to invite as our next guest. Uh, definitely. I think mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, Radhana, bolo. You know, I think uh, specifically we can forward a few names later, but I think uh, uh, some uh, young entrepreneurs who have done work in uh, uh, in improving society with their uh, with their tools or whatever they've invented, discovered, would be a great idea where it's made a difference for society. So uh, probably we can forward a few names later, but uh, some people like that who are enthusiastic who wish to change the world. You know, now you see people like us, we do wish the world changes. And we would like uh, you know, to go and probably educate others about the society also. But it's a youth energy that you have to harness. So I would like uh, to invite some youth leaders uh, you know, to, to this forum. Thank you, ma'am. Yeah. Yes, Nirmal, ma'am. Yeah, uh, Akshna, uh, you know that uh, Mr. Raj, uh, Rajesh Rathor is there. Ra Rajesh Rathor, he's the principal uh, uh, Shriram uh, school in Jammu. He was initially in uh, G.D. Goenka. I think uh, uh, he's a wonderful person and uh, very highly educated. And I think uh, he will do the justice because uh, I've been interacting quite a number of times with him and he's like a younger brother. So I, I'm sure uh, uh, there, there are not many people, as ma'am said, that yes, uh, the young blood should be there, uh, young entrepreneur should be there. And, but uh, when we are talking about the education and changing the society as per uh, uh, knowledge and education, I think seasoned educationists also should be called so that they share their uh, uh, values, they share their experience and they share their own experiences because uh, I believe in that and throughout my life I uh, have been learning uh, through these people, those who have been very, very seasoned, they were those who have been experienced and uh, listening to their stories and the motivational talks and their personal experiences have really taught me quite a number of things. I mean, uh, I believe in that. Thank you, ma'am. Definitely, we will uh, connect with Rajesh Rathod, sir. For that, I will connect with you offline that how and when at the earliest we will. And Radna, ma'am, yes, surely uh, the young generation youth are also, we have been inviting them. So, we would like more and more people to be here that how do they envision a creative society. Over to you, Tatiana. Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you very much for your understandings mrs aradhana and mrs nimi uh, it's very precious and of course we should invite all groups of people to our conversations yeah all specialists because it's just uh, it's for all for each person for every person either young or middle-aged old it's uh, we all want to live happily yeah we all a dream about that and now we have such a great uh, opportunity to build this society together that is why each um, opinion and each uh, voice counts and is very precious 
So that, that is why thank you for your suggestions and we will definitely uh, meet with them and ask how they envision the, crea the creative society. And also for our viewers, if you are not a part of the creative society yet, please join us. Go to our website, alatriunites.com. Please, this red button, join us. Choose the language that you speak and choose the way how you can participate. And you become a part of a great, very creative, very friendly and um, young team, <laughs> in all meaning, energetic team, yeah, who is building this society for all humanity, for our future, for, 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 for our children and for us, for, for this beautiful planet and for the whole humanity. Thank you once again for participating, for sharing your opinion and your experience and your knowledge. And uh, see you. Goodbye. Thank you so much. You. Uh, what a pleasure, you know, being here. We really enjoyed the discussion. It will flourish your uh, creative society. And I have joined it already and I hope more will uh, join. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much, Diana. Thank you, Tanya. Thank you, uh, Rachna and uh, uh, Creative Society, each and every member of it. And definitely, I'm going to join it. Uh, and thank you for giving us a platform for expressing our own views and sharing our experiences and, uh, you know, wonderful, uh, wonderful work you people are doing. May God bless you and uh, for your future endeavors also. Any help, anything from our side, we are definitely are there for you. Thank you so much. With this, thank you. Namaste from India. Till next Friday. Namaste. Thank you very much. <laughs>